Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Think Big Educational Services podcast. We are so happy to have you as our audience today. I am I am Dr. Phoenicia Muepo, and my husband is... Hey, hello. This is Larry Muepo. Good to talk to you guys once again. Thank you for tuning in and um, spending time with us. Yeah, so today we wanted to talk about college planning because this is the fall season and a lot of parents and families are looking to apply to their top choices and explore their options for um, college and universities. So we want to provide some tips on how to help uh, families and what you should be doing during this time. Those of you who are seeking that option to um, go further with your education through those um, traditional pathways like that. And also some, some folks are just maybe interested in alternatives, but we'll talk about alternatives to college. Exactly, exactly. So the first tip, we're going to just jump right into it, you guys. We just want to talk about first, the first tip is to create a checklist. This is something that we encourage all of our families to do or just families in general, um, students. So it provides you a guide as you're going through, because this process can be kind of daunting, especially if you're applying to multiple colleges. So when you create a checklist, you want to include some of the things on there, like, first of all, what are the colleges or um, community colleges that you want to apply to? What's the cost, the acceptance rate? Sometimes you need to know that because there's so many applications that go into these systems that they don't accept everybody, right? So you wanna know what your chances are. So the cost acceptance rate, the deadline for the application, because that's key. If you miss some of the deadlines, you're just you're just um, gonna miss out on a lot of stuff. Anything you wanna add, Larry, to that checklist that they should have on there? Um, we just have a uh, high school senior ourselves. We've been through this process now quite a bit with quite a few of our own kids. Um, a goddaughter, as well as some clients. Um, check to see what school accepts what type of tests. Entrance exams like the SAT and ACT are optional in some cases. Um, a lot of state schools aren't um, asking for that. Also, make sure you get your references and the process for how to get a reference or a, um, a recommendation letter from your teachers. So definitely talk to your, your counselors at your at your schools, whether it be at a high school or at the junior college. If you're transferring from a JC to a college, make sure you have what's called transferable units. Those units that mm -hmm. are apl applicable to either the UC system, the uh, CSU system, or the private schools like a USC, Pepperdine, or Claremont McKenna. And um, see what those are. And then um, if you're going to go the private university route, which is the profit, for-profit route, like your Phoenix, uh, Phoenix or your ITT, make sure you understand those financing options. Um, sometimes if you're going for a trade, you just want to make sure you're not going in and you're going to be overburdened. We just saw recent cases where the uh, Department of Education have um, dismissed uh, a lot of loans accepted at these for-profit universities. Mm -hmm. But that may not always be the case. You may have some administrations that say, ah, you know what, you took that risk, you got to live with that uh, that choice. So um, that's something to also take in consideration, particularly 
um, what is required to get into the school mm -hmm. opposite of the financial aspect, but the actual transcripts, um, making sure your transcripts are either unofficial, if they accept unofficial, or if they are official, how to get those official transcripts attached to your comment app if you don't go that route, and also fee waivers. There's a lot of schools that offer fee waivers for applying to the school. So you just want to be aware of all the options available because it can get expensive, it can be daunting, and sometimes it, it pays to get help, to, to ask for people who've gone through the process, that know the process, they can help you out. It's, it's okay to say, I don't know. Exactly. It's, it's not okay not to get help. Exactly. And I think one thing we need to add too, Larry, is the major. So what, on that checklist, what are you going to major in? And minor, in some cases you have a minor. So what are you passionate about? What have you been groomed to do or just um, took extracurricular courses in or your hobbies and interests that you can maximize on the college level? So make sure on your checklist that it's your guide, right? So it'll just guide you through. And like Larry said, you want to ask for help. Don't think that there's no one out there to help you, especially all the um, high school students that are out there. You have your, most schools have, if not all, have a college career center. You have your counselors. You know, there's different organizations that partner with schools um, to help through this process. So number one tip is your checklist. That's your guide. Number two will be the actual um, application. Now, Larry mentioned about the common application, which is for your private school. So if you use that application, there's tutorials that you can find on YouTube that walk you step by step on your college application. So not just for the common app, but those of you who are applying to um, UC schools here in California, or even um, the Cal States and um, most of your private schools also have different tutorials that you can use. Larry, you want to add anything to that one? Yeah, on that one, um, you know, I've been familiar with um, some some of our clients from out of state. Uh, we have clients who are in Texas, New Jersey, and um, Georgia. You know, try and see what your state offers. Right. Um, you know, in Texas, that the, the state of Texas will actually pay for your student to go to school um, if they're a Texas high school student. Um, some other states offer those same type of um, programs. Mm -hmm. In California, uh, the Cal Grant program has been issued. They also have another program available for scholarship money, which is separate from the Pell Grant. Also, um, when you're doing your, your, your research, try to make sure you see what's available from your states. And then also try to see if there are private organizations that will help finance and give scholarships. Um, a lot of fraternities offer scholarships. Oh, yeah. Churches offer scholarships. So try to see what uh, organizations like churches, uh, professional organizations like the uh, for engineers, um, for black students, the National Association of Black Engineers, the National Association for Black Journalists, those organizations will offer scholarships if your child declares that major and says, this is what I'm going to study when I get to college. They might get uh, a scholarship offer and some money for that. Mm -hmm. So there's options available. 
Uh, and real quickly, we have uh, um, we know someone who applied as a history major, mm -hmm. and they were able to enter Virginia Tech, some of the biggest schools, because it wasn't a major that was highly competitive. You had fewer people declaring that major. That might be a way to get acceptance into schools, is declaring a major that isn't necessarily impacted by a high amount of declarations, yes. like your engineering, like your computer science, like your business. You know, uh, declaring as a uh, history major allowed uh, the student to be able to open up opportunities that he normally wouldn't have. And this is a non-athlete as yes, well. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So that was really critical. Um, one other tip to add when you're doing your comment uh, with either your common app or your UCC issues, HBCU apps, um, whatever application you're doing, junior college, uh, trade schools, make sure you create your account and that you use a username and password that you're going to remember. Write it down. You can use that same username and password, maybe a different combination of maybe upper lowercase letters, depending on what the requirement is for that particular application so that you don't forget it. So you don't have to continue to create different passwords all the time and you forget how to access your application. Because once you go into your application, you can always go back, just save and continue, save and continue. And whatever information you need to add in later, you can do that. And um, check your college websites because some people, they may not want to use the actual Common App, maybe just um, apply directly to that school. So if that's your option there, just again, use usernames and passwords that you can remember, write them down somewhere and um, make that accessible for yourself. Okay, moving on. We have tip number three would be college tours. College tours, whether it's virtual or in person. And I wanna encourage that because Sometimes you don't get a feel for that school unless you're actually there on the campus. And I give you a perfect example. Our goddaughter who came out here last summer uh, from Texas, and we took her to UCLA because that was one of the schools that she wanted to apply to. But when she was on the campus and I was showing her around, I'm a UCLA grad, so I know the campus very well, she didn't really feel it. Like, it wasn't. She enjoyed the campus as itself. You know, it's a beautiful campus, but it was just something about it she couldn't really connect with as that that she thought that she would um, be have that kind of connection. So, and she also visited USC as well. And those she just really felt in her heart and her spirit that she wanted to go um, um, HBCU route after um, considering multiple options. So. Um, the blessing is she did get into an HBCU, Clark Atlanta. So we helped her through that process. So that's one key thing that you can do. Even if it's virtual, all the colleges have a virtual tab, tour, anything like that, where you can really see what's going on. But if you have an opportunity to do a tour, especially if you if colleges that's in your local and um, local city or a neighboring state or something like that, where you can drive to, definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, the biggest thing that we got out of the virtual tours was being able to put ourselves in the situations 
um, sometimes when you go through these tours, they show the campus in the best light. But um, being able to see the actual campus, mm -hmm. you can see you know, how this student is going to navigate. Okay, it's 8 p.m. They're hungry. The mess, um, the dining hall is, is closed. Um, I, where are the local stores? Where are the local areas mm -hmm. where they can get access to whatever supplies they may need or for food if they, if, if that matter? Also, um, understanding what type of housing arrangements and accommodations are being mm -hmm. made. If you have a situation where there's family available and there's family around, then they can help out in that situation. Sometimes um, going to, through professional organizations um, can also help as well. That can help keep an eye and offer that support that students need if they're going away um, um, through a further distance. And if you have a child that is in terms of special needs, find out what that uh, school has to offer for special needs um, um, students, because now a lot of schools are seeing that um, students are just students. They're they're looking at special needs students and they're treating them, and they're not creating a whole separate category. They're actually including special needs students, and they're offering services because they they are they are considered um, not just a um, a um, exercise in equanimity. But they're trying to show that, hey, these are students, they turn out to be great, terrific graduates, and they have a higher rate of graduation. And they have accommodations for, uh, for our special needs students. So even if your child had or student had IEPs um, throughout their elementary and secondary levels, that can transfer over to the college. They can bring a copy of that IEP to the colleges and they have departments that will make sure that those accommodations are still available for that student while being in college. So don't think that there's no resources available. There are resources available for special needs students in college. And, um, and um, go ahead. Yeah. Well, also, make sure you find like groups, you know, peer groups are great um having had students go through what's known as the posse um process and going through that process the um students even if they're not selected they tend to stay in touch um and finding those type of groups those peer groups that are oriented and supportive and also having advocacy groups that are available not just on the college but there are organizations that perform as advocacy groups, they can also help support students, particularly special needs students as well. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. One thing, another tip um, moving on that we want to discuss is the importance of internships and volunteering. This is really key because this will allow the student to gain experience in their major and shadow people that's in that major. So for example, our son Xavier was able to volunteer at the on the campus radio station at his college last year. So that allowed him to gain some experience working with um, sound en engineers and the radio hosts and 
all those people, I think that he volunteered to do like promotionals and different things like that. So that was the closest thing that he could find that was related to his major that was on campus. And he really enjoyed it. And now he's continuing that process, that internship type of um, volunteer work experience at our church now. So he's a part of the media ministry where he's helping out with the sound engineering and all of that stuff. So continuing those types of things, volunteering, there's all kinds of um, opportunities that's out there for the students at college. So many, they have club rush weeks. I know at UCLA, when I was there, the Bruin Walk, they had where all the clubs and volunteer groups and internships available, available will be on the Bruin Walk and they will um, present, you know, have flyers and all this kinds of stuff for people to sign up for those things. Any further information? Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to remember, you know, a lot of folks, um, are in unions, they have corporations, see what your job can offer. You know, um, a lot of corporations, they'll help offer internships. And if you're part of a professional trade or you're with the union, see what they have to offer um, in terms of internships um, and as well as opportunities for uh, work-study plans and things of that nature. Um, uh, Service Employees International Union, um, they offer uh, financial assistance uh, for financing for college. SCIU is one of the largest unions in the nation. Um, you know, see about those organizations. Um, see if they can provide not just financial aid or, or scholarships or um, loans, but also about um, work opportunities as well. Those can also be available. Do you have a business, brand, or even a creative idea? Power Media Network can help you design a strategy to make your brand impactful. Visit www.powermedianetwork.com today to schedule a free consultation. Power Media Network, next level media. One thing I wanted to mention, um, Larry talked about like alternatives to college because not everybody wants to go to college right and that's and that's um just as a known fact but that doesn't mean that there's not other options for you for an example our godson is going through the edison school to be an electrician and now he's in that program his brother went through that program and now he's making i believe nine hundred dollars an hour something to that effect as one of those um, people that's on the telephone poles doing the wiring and all of that kinds of things, those types of technicians out in Houston. So that program is available as well for students who want to go into being an electrician. They don't necessarily have to go to a four-year college for that. They can just go straight into that type of program and automatically you're getting work experience to land you that job, um, that high paying job, because it is, um, you know, available and it's out there for everybody. Yeah, and all that same um, context, um, some folks can become entrepreneurs. Um, now we see that a lot of 
companies are doing work from home, remote work. Um, we know that Google is um, passing out um, certifications for being a technician, being familiar with um, Google, um, um, some of the um, things that um, the, the words escape me. But I don't know with Google, you can be certified as a technician with Google if you want to uh, learn um, some of the different ad um, and um, logarithms and things that they have on their platforms. And if you're Google certified, you know, you can go and work and work for different companies and do their ad campaigns on the internet and become very profitable. And that's something that does not require a college degree. A college degree is nice. Um, you can also, instead of going four years, you can come out with an associate uh, degree and be able to find work. A lot of companies accept the associate degree if you also have subsequent work as a um in a uh, related field. So in other words, you go to college, you work two years, but then you jump into the field that you want to work and they will count that work experience as another two years of school. So you may not have to have the bachelor's degree, but if you have the work experience along with associate degree, that will be the equivalent and they'll accept that in lieu of having a four-year degree. So there's uh, Cisco's offering certifications uh, you know, the, the world has mm -hmm. totally changed because a lot of people are intimidated by costs. And college is getting more expensive. That's unfortunate. We're not always going to have these opportunities to see $10,000 forgiven. And even then, we're talking about some people having $240,000 in debt. Yeah, $10,000 mm -hmm. is nice. So it's, it's, it, it doesn't have to be four years or bust. It can be um, a different alternative route. You can say, hey, you know what? Maybe let me get certified in, in this. Let me go work in the field of um, of the um, internet as well as working for companies that need help with their social media campaigns, their people or social media managers, their people still working NFTs. Um, yes, the market's upside down. But that's still a viable market. There's people doing things like Forex. There are people doing other things like working options. And that's not necessarily um, requires a four-year degree. So you can be an entrepreneur. Exactly. An entrepreneur will make money. And they can do some college work. Like I said, they can get an AA in real estate. Um, I know that for um, the employer that I work for, in order to work in the the assessor's auditor's office, they require work experience. And if you can come in, they will actually pay for your college education. Right. Yeah. Some some companies do pay at least pay half of it, or or, or they have those reimbursement programs too. Yeah. And so that that's going to be. And also talk to your tax person and see what tax. Um, advantage you can get from college, um, having a college student. Um, you know, um, if you have a business and you have your kids as an employee and that kid is going to school and you're allowed to write off some of those expenses. So, exactly. you know, exactly. that's something that requires you to speak to like a, a CPA or um, a tax attorney but there's some, some avenues for our business owners out there. Think about things like that. 
um, those are opportunities to where you can help support uh, a, a student without having to give them money directly. Um, in some cases, donating to a scholarship can can be a tax write-off for some people. Those are things that, you, like I said, um, you can check with your um, tax preparer, preferably a tax attorney or CPA. But, you know, it's it's remarkable what's happened in terms of going to college, like what we really talked about, and understanding it's not the traditional way. There are, are other ways to, see, to achieve the same result, which is that, that paperwork. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Our son, um, our oldest son, he did, he has his degree in business, but he went back instead of getting a master's in business, an MBA, what he did was he just got, um, he went on, on school online and did certifications where he could work in FinTech, financial technology, which is a, a really um, lucrative and booming industry right now. And so now he works in financial technology just based on having his certificate. So he didn't have to do an MBA or some other, you know, degree program that was going to put him further taking out loans and all that kinds of stuff. So, and that's a remote, a high, actually is going to be a hybrid, but right now he's remote until their building is fixed, but then it'll go into um, a hybrid program, a hybrid job. But that's beneficial, and that's really a high-paying, lucrative um, position as well. Those of you who are interested, or students that are interested in like accounting and finance and all of that kind of stuff, that's really and one good. thing we haven't really touched upon because it's it's a pretty nebulous um, um, topic. What are going to be the jobs of the future? You know, in the past, U.S. News and World mm -hmm. Report would say this is the jobs of the future. And um, they end up being wrong. So it's really hit or miss in saying this is going to be the jobs of the future. But it's easier to say, okay, these industries are going to be growing. So mm -hmm. if you're interested and passionate, make sure it fits a growing industry. If you're going to be a wood carver, you know, okay, congratulations. We're happy that you're passionate about wood carving. <laughs> so pretty hard. Um, it's, a, it's a hard. Now, if you're going to do wood carving that's involved on the Internet, like you're going to do TikTok um, um, videos where you're showing people how to wood carve. Now that fits the growing industry because social media is a growing mm -hmm. industry that's having an impact. And you can have three million viewers and get paid for that. But if you're just at home with a wood carving degree, that's, that's that's that was a traditional way. And sometimes we have to understand what's changing and how it's changing. So it's important to understand what growing industries, so that you can match your passion with a viable future. I'm so glad you brought that up, um, Larry, because I was just listening to the podcast last week about um, industries that I had um, just found out about that's really critical right now for jobs and something for the future is definitely um, if you can find jobs that are in STEM, 
like science, engineering, those types of fields, fintech is part of technology. Those types of industries that you definitely probably have to go to college for or get certified for, those are some of the um, things to be looking out for for us jobs in the future. I can't think of the other ones. Uh, medical, medical, healthcare, because that's always <laughs> that's always going to be there. I cannot think of the other ones, but we'll um, we'll definitely talk about those again in another uh, podcast. But before we um, close out, we want to conclude. Well, well, how do you pay for college? What are some of the alternatives? One website that I like to recommend to everyone to to search up for scholarships. I like this particular website because you can search scholarships by age, by um, by major, by your state, by your interests, and they provide like monthly scholarships. So like this is the month of September, they'll list a bunch of scholarships that you can apply to regarding those different areas. So that website that I like to share with everybody is jlvcollegecounseling.com. And the provider for that, she um, is a former college counselor, high school counselor, I can't remember, but she does this on a monthly basis, breaks it down for you really, really well to where you can find a plethora of scholarships to apply to to help fund for college uh, one i would say is um one thing that we do for our our clients is we go to their specific uh, specific major and we um look for the particular organization or groups of companies or donors who actually offer scholarships first we look for the broad ones who will fund for students at any particular school or then we go to a particular school and we look within that major like um some folks are theater majors and there are a plethora of scholarships available for theater majors on the undergraduate and graduate level so that's something that we do for our clientele um a lot of folks can also if they're interested um they can um ask the school and see if the school may have some um alternative um not just grants but um some what they call work study financing and other ways to finance and then last but not least there's loans which should be a last resort Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know parents and students it's just important to know what is your economic um, situation you know just being realistic to see if that's the route to take whatever route it is because there's grants there's a lot of money out there that you don't have to pay back but um as someone who does have student loans that i that i'm in the process of getting partial forgiveness or all forgiveness i'm speaking it all (laughs) and so we'll um we'll see uh what happens with that but Sometimes we look at it in our minds as, you know, this is an investment, but it's also still debt that has to be paid back in some way or form. So have a realistic conversation with your family, with your student about how are you going to pay for that? 
if the JC junior college route is the best route to go for now, because a lot of junior college is free for the two, two years right out of high school, then, hey, let that be the route and then transfer and make sure, like Larry mentioned earlier, that, that is transferable units. I just found my notes and major to pursue right now would be finance. Anything in STEM related science, technology, engineering, and math, medical, or empire building, which means entrepreneurship, like Mary mentioned earlier. And these are my notes from the podcast that we listen to called Earn Your Leisure. And again, cert- getting certifications because, again, you don't necessarily have to have a degree, but you get certified and gain that work experience. So just think about those things um, as you're pursuing your college education any other final comments larry well the biggest thing i want to say is college is available it is accessible and if it becomes too much of an impasse or a struggle get help ask for help there are people available to help our our companies available for help um you can reach us and see us on our website www.thinkbigedservices.org um, you can also um, see us. We have a Facebook page. We also have an Instagram, um, um, Think Big ED Services. Those are the organizations that's available. Don't think you can't. And it's, it's always possible. Age doesn't matter. Income doesn't matter. And you want to do it in a responsible way, one that doesn't leave you, um, you know, education rich and economically poor. Mm-hmm. There's always a way. My final comment with that is to get, gain some financial literacy. A lot of times this is not taught in our schools on real life situation, how to budget, how to write a check, how to um, do all these things. And our students are coming out not knowing what to do with their finances or they get this large sum of money from refunds and then they blow it because they were not properly trained on how to save, invest, and all those good things like that. So definitely financial literacy is the key uh, while you're in college and understanding how to manage money. So there's different workshops you could do on that. Time management and financial literacy would be key. So we just want to thank all of you for tuning in to Think Big Educational Services. If you ever need to reach out to us, Larry mentioned our website. And um, check us out. We're here to help you guide you through that educational journey, whatever your next steps are from this day forward. Thank you.